Yo, in search of hope family, let me tell you, I am so amped for this episode that's coming up. Now, it's a long one, but it's worth it. Man, we've been talking about financial literacy in the black community, and now we're just we're going into real estate and we're peeling back the, the mystique behind the game. And we got somebody who's doing it right now, super successful in it right now. And how do I know they're super successful? Well, it's my brother. And I, yo, yo, this joint, this episode really changed my financial plans. I thought I had an understanding of what I wanted to do. But it really opened up my eyes and it blew me away. So if you're in any bit interested in uh, real estate, getting into it, but you think, oh, man, maybe I can't. Yo, possibly it's a lot closer and more accessible than you think. And um, if you're if you plan a certain way, you won't. It's not just helping you now and your family now, but your family for generations. And that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to reverse those curses. Yo, this one is a good one. Keep a lock. We got my big bro back in the building. Oh, and also we have my now wife, Kristen, aka CJ. She's 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 here too. And it's just, oh, she's dope. Oh man, this is this is good. Listen, in search of hope, coming at you now. I think we all can agree that life is hard. And it hits us in the roughest of ways. But somehow, we keep getting up and moving forward. How do we do that? Have you ever lost a loved one or got diagnosed with something so gnarly? Got your heart broken? Just had so many rough things happen. How do we get up? How do we look for the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you know what? We're going to find out together. We're going to go looking for it. This podcast, In Search of Hope, with me, Ugo, we'll be together on this journey. And if all else fails, we'll have each other. In Search of Hope Podcast, let's do it. All right, here we go, In Search of Hope Podcast. We're going to jump right into this. Now, I promised myself I'd never do another episode with this guy because it it really just makes it evident that I don't need to be podcasting and he can just have his own. (laughs) So, in an effort... Uh, whatever. Double Dragon episode three, <laughs> but now we're in a different kind of a uh, uh, different kind of vein. I got my big bro here. I got Siege here. Siege, can you say hello? Hello. Hey, hello. Siege is here. Um, and you know we've been talking about uh, financial uh, literacy in the black community, and uh, you know we were just at, you know it's Father's Day. Oh. The last episode we did, one of the last episodes was Father's Day, right? Oh, really? Was birthday. Now it was his birthday. His birthday? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about real estate, right? Uh, that's what I was talking about with my brother. And um, now, hold on now. Before we just ease into some of these things. Now, I know a lot of times when people start having financial podcasts or just talks, it's easy to zone out if you feel like that is beyond me. Or I'm nowhere near near that place. So I definitely don't want these conversations to be like unattainable. Because a lot of a lot of us come from places where you think a lot of this stuff is unattainable. So just even putting that out there, you know, I want us to all speak, or my brother to speak about 
you know, speak about it in, in, in such a way where it's attainable for people who aren't there yet. Right. Because it's funny, right. I'm looking at the pictures right. on the wall and I'm looking at our pictures. And I was like, oh, yeah, we came from the same place. We the same, yeah. We came from the same place. You watched you watch me at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. So it is doable because you see, you will hear people who, who get this stuff yeah. or at these levels and you think, yo, that's impossible. Oh, no, I, I was definitely, I was one of those, you mm. know, listening. And you, you can't help it. You see these, these trappings of wealth all around you. And they seem ever more prevalent when you don't have them. You don't have a plan to get them. And when you're foolish enough to think, those are the most important things. If I can only get this <clears throat> BMW, mm. I'll make it. If I can only make this amount of money, I'll make it. Like when we were growing up and, you know, and watching our parents work and our mom making 50000 like as when she was like a social worker and I was thinking, you know, if I make that, yeah, I'll make it. Or, or she, you know, as a nurse, oh, if I, if I could make this. Or when Pops was making sixty um, as professor, I was thinking, oh, if I can only make that, mm. I'll be set. And it took me a long time to step sort of away from that idea because it's it's really what it is. It's programming that we see. It's something that more like not program something that's imprinted on you growing up. Yeah. You don't you you achieve what's around you. You yeah. you set those as your standard. And when you have an opportunity to sort of do better than your parents, there's a little weird guilt about it. Mm -hmm. Um and then you, you have to say, Well, isn't this the point? Mm -hmm. Like if you were to attain exactly what Pops did, what 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 our mom did, you're a failure. <laughs> like, like let's let's be real. A very Nigerian way to look yeah, at it. Right, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, you know, I'm not saying you have to go out there and you have to have 36 degrees. Yeah. You know, um, oh, you have to live up to the idea of being a doctor, but you always want the generation coming after you to be better. Yeah. You know, and that that thing is something that just intrinsically is missing in the black community. Mm. We just, we meet the bar and we get very complacent and that has to be that. But when you look at it objectively, when you see that more, more black people are graduating college, more black women are getting graduate degrees, mm. get, or more black it. people are getting into the STEM fields, mm. like they're reaching, 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 despite everything against them. Yeah. How could you then be complacent at home thinking, hey, I'm cool just where I am. Mm. And for for like people like you yeah. who have that, you know, help, I wanna be I wanna help people gene. How do you help people if you can't help yourself? You can't donate when you don't have excess. Oh you just preach. <laughs> like, Come talk to the black church. Right, like <laughs> you, you keep talking about a fund for the roof. That needs to get fixed, but these people are are struggling. <laughs> the church to, roof, yeah. The church roof. <laughs> you struggling to decide. Hey, can I? Can I? You know what I'm going to eat today? Is it oodles and noodles or what? You know, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, mm. but Peter's Con Ed. You know, <laughs> and, and, and Paul is not good. You're trying to decide, man. What, what's what's it going to be? 
And then before you know it, that water bill comes. And it's oh. like, it's a point to the lip. And meanwhile, to, you know, I need you. The church is like, I need your bread, man. Yeah. Now he's pulling off his Mercedes. And his house that's already paid for. The, t- the church was tax-free. I'm not against donating. Yeah. But you have to be in position that you can donate consistently. Mm. And the only way to do that is, to, one, to have access by living under your means, mm. probably making more money, diversifying your streams of, in, uh, of revenue. Um, and I'm not saying, like, uh, I, and this is, this is to circle back, growing up, you know, when I started getting involved in finances and, and you would always hear, and I'm sure everyone listening heard the same thing, most millionaires have seven different streams of income. I've, I've tried to count. I, I don't have seven. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have seven diversified streams of income. I have different properties, which are different streams, but by Wait, that- I kept millionaire status? Yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I hit it and then looked around and said, everything feels the same. I still have the same bills. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's not that pie in the sky. Yeah. It's just, it's a, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's a thing mm. that they, your net worth is this, and these are your assets, these are your liabilities. Is your life any different than it was yesterday before you realize this? No. Wow. That's no. interesting. Was there a party? No. Yes, there was did, a, a huge party. Did anyone come and say, here's your leather jacket? <laughs> Welcome to the club. What took you so long? Yeah. No. Nothing like that. Wow. It's just, it's a, it's a worthless title that you, you, that they help you use to try and separate yourself from other people. Ooh. It's it's complete bull. Like you can be a millionaire and still be pulled over, mm. you know, erroneously. You can be a millionaire and still be discriminated against. Now I will say green washes away a lot of racism, mm. but only in the context of he knows who you are. And you can make that person, he, she, them, whoever, make money. Mm. Then your color doesn't matter. As soon as that deal's over, you're back to being an animal. Wow. So don't get, like, the first piece of advice I would tell people, don't get caught up in thinking, there's this level I've got to hit. I've got to be a millionaire. Stay Stay off Instagram, these financial pages that are saying, hey, if you don't have a million dollars saving in bank, keep hustling. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst piece of crap I've seen. Liquid money never makes more of itself. Mm. Never. It sits there, stares you in the face, and every year loses a bit to inflation and looks mm. at you like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's not how people actually become better. If, if I were to give you, and I think I used this example before, I give you a hundred thousand yeah. dollars right now. Just give it cash. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Feels good. Until you start spending it, and you can't replenish it. You can't make more of it. You just burn it. Mm-hmm. You burn it. You get nice things, but when that when that hundred thousand is gone, it's still the same person. Mm. You got hundred thousand dollar tastes. Mm. You're still the same person. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You can yeah. buy. You can go out there buy yourself. You know, you buy yourself a $100,000 car. That 100000 is gone. Can you maintain that car? Can you, can, you, can you find a way to generate that money on its own 
to to give you that sort of that the trapping of that lifestyle that comes from. Mm. No, that's liquid money. It doesn't doesn't help you out. So liquid money is not what it's all. It was cool to look at. Yeah. It's cool as Scrooge McDuckett. Yeah, throwing in the bank, diving to the gold coins feels good. Yeah, I will say when you see stacks like some real estate deals are just not like I came with stacks of money, but I had to transfer money from one bank to another yeah. and I needed to do it right now, not like a wire. I'm not going to pay you $25 or a wire yeah. when I can just do the withdrawal, drive to the other bank, do the you know, you know, yeah. do deposit and then do one wire transaction. Yeah. Um, While having your gun on you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this good story. Uh, uh, Capital One, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, when you see that stack of cash, there's this weird visceral effect it has on you yeah. where you feel good looking at it. Mm. And that bothers me because it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. But Capital One, right here in Baldwin, we got, we got beef because I came there and had to withdraw $15,000. Yeah. They said, did you call ahead? I was like, that's how you get robbed. Oh. I had to call ahead to make a withdrawal. Oh. He's like, no, that's, I don't know how you guys are raised in Long Island, <laughs> <laughs> but in Queens, that's how you get guy. Call ahead, hey, I'm about to come make a $15,000 withdrawal. <laughs> and there's some guy looking at you, watching as you come in, stands by your car, Ooh. just give up that cash. No, 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 no. I'm looking to like, listen. Then give me a free wire transfer. Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> you give me the cash. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when it comes to like, you know, when they talk about diversifying different streams of income. So let's talk this episode. Let's talk about real estate. Right. It's something that you're very, uh, which you're established in. Yes. Um, and uh, how would regular folk say, take, take, take for instance, a regular couple like CJ and I. Since we happen to be sitting here, how would a couple like like us, right, um, get into something like real estate? Like, take us from the steps like you were talking about earlier, from having to budget, okay, to save because okay. people look at okay. where you're at and right. they think they can jump there, right? But they don't gotcha. understand how hard you hustled, right? To so, get yeah. there. Let me give you a, a peek behind the curtain. And, um, Can you take notes real quick? <laughs> From my, yeah, just, yeah, this is just because he's going to give steps like mint probably, yeah. budgeting, and this things I got to go, I, want, I need to add to my financial to-do <laughs> list. Thank you so, so much. So I'm a big fan of, um, you know, you got to, first you have to visualize, and, and, and the same thing I asked you way back in Calvary, you know, why are you getting to real estate, mm. right? If you, and it's a similar conversation I had with Donovan the other day, you know what say. Yeah. Um, Shouts out to Donovan G. Donovan G. Always takes good. It talks real highly of you. Um, it's. I don't care about real estate. It's not like I'm passionate and say and I've always wanted to work in real estate. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a means to an end. It's a means, and the the end is the more important thing. Mm -hmm. To me, it's freedom. Yeah. That I don't have to trade my time for money, right? And that is a thing that is is a large motivating factor that keeps me hungry keeps me pushing right from the beginning though once you identify why you want to do something because there are going to be times when it is just difficult it looks hard it looks insurmountable yeah you have to be able to lean on that why mm. like if that why isn't strong enough it's easy to just sit back lay on your couch and then complain about mondays do the garfield <laughs> right you guys you're nine to five <clears throat> and you're just upset like i gotta go back to this i hate this job i hate yeah. this job you can put up with so much, so much 
distress, uh, so much stress, so much things you hate, if it's funneling your future. You don't mind. True. You don't mind sitting there sucking up, but thinking in back ahead. You know, that next deal, that takes me one step out of this. Yeah. One step further away from this. That boss I don't like. Yeah. One step. He's only helping further my business. Yeah. Ooh. You know? That's it. That's what your nine to five. If you have that entrepreneurial spirit, if you don't mind sort of shucking off the old adages of that nine to five, work 30, 40 years, retire. If you find wanting something more, and now I'm saying I'm not knocking nine to fives yeah. at all. Let's say something different. Something, something different. Yeah, something yeah. different. Because some people, for that stability, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think this this coronavirus, the, the the quarantine, has been perfect to show a lot of people. Do you want to stay home for the rest of your life? <laughs> how how's this made you feel? <laughs> do you like getting up in the morning saying I don't have anything to do? Yeah, no. It's a lot like the last day. I don't have anything to do. I'm up 15 pounds. My liver is tired. My kidneys are just done. And I'm thinking, yeah, I want to do this till I die. No. <laughs> Be real. You're, some people, 9 to 5 gives them purpose. Gives yeah, them yeah. drives. It lets them socialize. It lets them meet mm. new people. It gives them time away from home. Yeah. Which is something, these are critical. You need that. You need that. You need yeah. that, 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 you know, diversification. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But. Once you identify that that goal, what's important to you, that thing is going to keep you and see you through the hard times, you got to lay it out, have a frank look at your 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 finances, you got to budget. Okay. Number 2. Okay. So number 2 would be budget then. You got to budget. So number 1 is visualize. Visualizing. Number 2 is budget. Now, yeah. for people listening, this isn't some pine in the sky stuff. It's not it's giving it's you not. a game right here. This is this is This is the foundation. This is this is the clickbait. Millionaires don't want you to know this. <laughs> <laughs> Billionaires hate them. Secrets. 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 Just make it taken offline. <laughs> right. Yo, it's going to be off. They took, YouTube took this down three times already. <laughs> Pay attention. It's going to be gone soon. Right? Right? <laughs> so, you got a budget. Yeah. It's, you don't notice the latte that you have every day or five days a week. You don't notice how much it costs. You don't notice what you're going out is costing you until you look at it. Okay. You have to see it. Yeah. You have to be able to, you know, not just like, I think I spent, no. If you are, a, you know, a pencil and paper sort of person, write it out. Write out the cost of this. Go over, you know, every card, debit, credit card has an online component mm -hmm. to it. Go on there and for the month, total your expenses. So you can kind of retroactively see what you spend. You can see what you spend, and then just factor that in. You know, just so this is the this is the sobering period right yeah, there. True. This is just like wow, yeah, wow. You you'll see sometimes when I'll look at it, and like when I have the construction jobs going over, and Chase would be like, "Yo, you spent eight thousand dollars this month," and I'm like, "Yeah, Chase, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to." <laughs> But I have I had to pay these people. Yeah. Right. Well, can I interject? Can I add just to what yeah. you're saying, like that sobering truth? Because we've been doing that um, a yeah. bit at the at the crib. We're, we're we're ramping up, just looking, taking a more introspective, hands-on yeah. look at our finances. And uh, I was going through my DoorDash <laughs> for May, bro. Three hundred and fourteen dollars, because it's like magic. Easy. Yes, it you press is a button, convenient, and food shows up. Listen, between DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, I was like, I gotta get rid of two of y'all. 
Yo, I gotta get rid of you. Yeah, right. And it's like you're hitting that. You're going. You're knocking it off for like fifty dollar chunks, yeah. thirty six dollar chunks. Because for a ten dollar sandwich, it's gonna cost me eighteen dollars to get it here. Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm kind of chilling. <laughs> There's a quarantine. Yeah, I'm kind of chilling a lot. I'm chilling a lot. But yeah, when you it's you don't mind it right then and there because you're more like I'm hungry. It's here. Great. Yeah. Until at the end of the month, you're like, wow. Like dang. Wow. Shit. Sure that kitchen. Right. Shouts out to CJ for using that kitchen. Shout so out since she's since right. we've been living together, my the amount has dropped precipitously. Right. So when I do buy food, it doesn't. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a hit right across the jaw. Yeah. And your, your brain is shaking against the skull. <laughs> and you're like, oh my, god. oh, oh. He's like, he's like, kind of stick your finger down your throat. Can I get that back? Yeah, right. Like, Can I get like, that dang, back? I just ate fifty four dollars. Right. Just now. <laughs> Especially when when you go grocery shopping and you look like. Cost me ten dollars to eat today. <laughs> what is this? All right, and it's like when you break it down, like fifty bucks for the week. Yo, but I would have spent two hundred fifty. So that's the sobering reality I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter what you're making. Doesn't matter how much you're saving. Do don't skip that step. Do not skip. just look at it. Underlying budget. Un- do not do skip. Not skip. Don't go to step. your next step. Don't do not try. pass go. Do not pass. You no. gotta get at your budget. Budget. Okay. Budget. Right. Okay. Now, this is step two, right? So yeah, we're gonna go two A. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. When you budget, right? Um. Do you also do you have any suggestions? Oh no. This is two A. Oh 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 two A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> so it's not to budget. To act like you're living in a desert where you can't do anything but go to work and come back home. Yeah. We want to do things. We always want to talk about sustainability. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I don't want you to crash diet. I yeah. want you to crash budget. I want you to go in there and say, all right, I got a budget for groceries. I got a budget for gas, insurance, rent, or your mortgage. I got a budget for entertainment. Mm. It's an important one because if, I, if, if the world opens back up tomorrow and there's a concert coming in town and you're like well it's not in the budget yeah maybe the first time you yeah. get that and then the next time your friends are like hey it's someone's birthday you're like ah oh, it's not in the budget that first time you give in you're giving into everything you're screwing this budget mm. it's like the first time you're on a diet a strict diet the first time you have pizza well it's going to take three days before you get back on that diet mm. dang that's how that's how human nature is yeah, yeah. if you don't have the purpose of cheat days to allow yourself some some mental release yeah, yeah. from being strict. If you're strict on your budget, three well, basically ninety five percent of the month, mm. good job, right? There's gonna be months where you just nail it, nail it. Ninety five is a high number though. Ninety five is a high number. No, I'm saying okay. like in terms of you're looking at your money. Okay. In the beginning, you're gonna nail this, and okay. there's gonna be times when stuff like life just comes at you and says, yeah, yeah. "Hey, listen, I see you you getting yourself together. Here's a wrench." <laughs> it's not to fix things. <laughs> it throws it in the gears. Everything is gunked up. And you're like, damn, the little little bit of progress you made is gone. Yeah. But once you have that, everything sort of lined up, in place, automated, right? Automated. You got to automate your savings. This is to be. Yeah. You got to automate these things. Have this money. If you're trying to save for a goal, say down payment for real estate. 
have that money already shuffled into another account. I like to use something like, you can use something like Ally, which has- hey, I got Ally. Ally is hey, good. Hey, I got Ally. I, I used to really like Ally, yeah. not because of the, the interest it gave you, but it took two to three days for that money to get anywhere. Yeah. So when you're looking to say, okay, hey, I want to get those shoes, where's the money? Oh, I got some money, Ally. I want to get the shoes now. You know, Ally's like, it's going to take three days. Mad long, B. Three days. And by that, you're like, three days? I don't kind of want it right now. I'm going to forget this. It's just, it's a little step in there. It's like, this is too difficult. My hand doesn't want it. If you physically had to go to the bank to get your money to buy something online, you should shop a lot less. True. Because you just, just like DoorDash. Yeah. You know? The thing is, they made it too convenient where you can pay from this account, this account, PayPal, this, this, this. You just have so much access to your funds. And for a lot of people, that's a problem. Yeah. So have it shuffled off to an account and and put up the account numbers, the card, somewhere else. Don't carry that around in your wallet all the time. Oh, the savings one, right? Savings one. So if you have the interest checking one and the savings, leave that card out. Leave it it somewhere else. Yeah. Now we're going to to, to 2B1, right? Right? Just follow along. So <laughs> what I did, just bring this all together, when I was originally saving money to get into real estate, I also threw money, instead of putting it in, in just a savings account, I put it in um, uh, Betterment. Mm. Now, I like Betterment. Betterment is what? Betterment is basically, it's a hands-off approach, great for millennials in terms of investi- investing. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you set your risk tolerance uh, and that's set by determining the, um, also Betterment, if you're listening, uh, you know, you could throw a little something my way. <laughs> um, you can set your risk tolerance by saying the more risky is your portfolio, you have more stocks in it Yeah. versus bonds. You can set that, and I went as high as 90% stocks, 10% bonds, because my why, why I was doing this, was so aggressive. I was the person that saved balls to the wall. Like, I'm like, yo, we're going out. No. Yeah. No. For 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 three and a half, four years. I'll, no. But you know me. Yeah. I this stubborn Nigerian is like, no, we gotta yeah. do this. That's that's I played to my strengths. And also very self contained. You don't need all that I don't, other stuff. I don't need no no no. Give you a and, book. And right. Right, that's it. Leave me alone. And you know, fire the book. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> save money which by all means possible save this money. Yes, there were times going out, going out, but it was always after this savings was done. There was, there was, yeah, like goals of saving, like, right. And I would, I would obsess over it. Yeah. Every, and I, I like I was mentioned before, um, fortunately with my job, you know, $100,000 job, but I was putting away 1667 a paycheck towards, Shoot, a paycheck. Right. I was aggressive. Jeez. I was, I was left with $200 spending. For the week. For, for two for, weeks. For like, for two weeks. Oh, shoot. There was times when it was like, yeah, the gas went up and I would notice. Because I was using Mint, and Mint would alert me like, hey, you said you're going to spend about 80 bucks a month on gas. Yeah. You spend 85. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, I know, but I, I can't do yeah. anything about that. <laughs> you know, gas went up. And then you like, have to adjust the budget and take away from something else. Yeah. Just because that was I was that focused because I was thinking, if I can do this thing, it'll change so many other things. Mm-hmm. It'll change so many other lives around me, not just mine. The fact that we're having this conversation is because of those risks I took way back then saying, it's got to be a better way. The fact that 
you can tell people, yeah, my brother's in real estate. Yeah. And not like, man, it's casual. No, he's deep in real estate. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, it was just because, like, it was that that important. So I set it to 90% stocks, 10% bonds, and just every time it was withdrawal, I would see it, it would hurt. But when I kept checking it and it had a goal, the goal was to do 20000 a year, right? The first year. 20000 what you're putting in? Yeah, putting in. From just your deposits. My deposits, okay. right? And so, so just to clarify on his Betterment account, it's not to be confused like how Vanguard has a Roth IRA. Okay, good. We can get into this, right? So everyone... do some research. I see that. I see that. <laughs> get the, got the verbiage. <laughs> so everyone wants to get into the um, investing game. And, and before you had older like sort of brokerage accounts where you could buy stocks and... Say I want to buy Apple stocks. Yeah. Say it's a hundred dollars a share, right? And I have three hundred dollars. I'm thinking I, I'm getting three shares. But the, like the old brokerage accounts was like it was seven ninety five per trade. Mm. In order for so pay to get that stock. you had to pay to get that, and then even when it was time to sell, you had to pay to sell to sell that same seven ninety five. Yeah. So fifteen dollars doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're talking about just a hundred bucks, I want to get in shares. I can just get one share, but I can't because I don't have the 795. So what a lot of, once like Betterment, Wealthfront, a lot of these uh, started picking up, Vanguard, mm-hmm. they started allowing you to buy fractional shares. So you can buy a share of something. If you have a dollar, you can buy a fractional share of it. Yeah. It's not a full share, but you get a little something. You get your feet wet in investing. Yeah. So I like Betterment because my brain was already filled with all the stuff I had to do. Yeah. I think I was also going to school at the time or something. Ugh. So it was just like, listen, I need something that is set it, forget it. Yeah. Right? I can check it. Did you write down Betterment? I can check it. <laughs> right. Uh, I can check it when I have Thank when you. I have time. Yeah. Um, and it it what I wanted was something that timed the market. That mm. that met the market. So if the market did eight percent, which seven to eight percent the market is supposed to do annually. Annually, right? Yeah. You know, over time. Yeah. I didn't need to crush it. You know, no. I I went I didn't <laughs> I, I went in there with my eyes wide open because I, I don't need to do fourteen percent. Yeah, fourteen percent would be great. Yeah, I don't need to crush it. Just get if you get me seven eight percent, I'm not getting out of the bank. True. Yeah, I, I was I was True. we were getting half a percentage of the bank. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So me throwing my money in there, knowing that I needed it in four years, which is the plan. Four or five years was the plan. Mm. Right. I'm, I'm like, all right, this is for the long term. Hopefully, it makes more money. It will make more money than just sitting in a regular account. True. So, first year, Ooh. first year, by December, mid-December, 20 grand, I saved it. I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, I did it. But then now I go over the budget and see the places where I got a little loosened. Yeah. And say, oh, man, you know, okay, next year, can we do this by November? Oh, now we now we do it by November. So oh, we getting a little better. Yeah. So you did twenty by November. See what you can do by December. So year two was twenty five. Something okay. You getting a lot, lot tighter. You getting a lot tighter. You know, year three. I'm like, okay, can we do twenty five by November? We hit it. Yeah. And then half of the year, the next year, I'm looking back and forth in Betterment. I'm saying, oh, Betterment, you you made me seventeen thousand dollars. In three, four because yeah, because we had oh, we had such a good turn in the market yeah. at that term. I made that money. So if I was originally trying to save twenty thousand dollars a year, yeah, 
Betterment just saved me a year. Wow. Gotcha. Just hooked me up. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Because at that time, you start really realizing just how important time yeah. is. Compound interest. Right. You're just like, man, man, okay, this, this works out well. So that's when went to the next step. Before we go to the next step. Go for it. Uh, I, this is a dumb question, but what kind of car were you driving in? I was I <laughs> Infinity uh, G35 rear wheel drive. That's so it's still G35 days? Yes. Okay. It's not a car to sneeze at. Not a car to sneeze at, no. Just, no, no, no. This was, no, this was the S5 was here. Oh, this is S5. Times. S5 was here. Both of them were here at the same at the time. Oh, oh, true. The G both, and both, S5. No, oh, yeah. Both of them were here at the time. But then when I started on this and got serious about it, I you sold it. got rid it. of the G. Yeah, I sold it. Okay. Now, also, ne- next question. Another question. Did you have student loans? No. Now, would, now speak to that because, you know, so I've been listening to a lot, of, uh, a lot of financial analysts, different ones. And one of the key things they say is after you get your $1,000 emergency fee, pay off all your, uh, well, the high interest loans. Right. Like the uh, credit cards. Credit cards. Credit cards, without a doubt, they got to be gone. It's just a, well. Nah. Uh, okay, well, nah. well, well, all right, get, nah. okay, let's all get right, into it. Let's right. get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Right? In the sense of saving. Yes. Right? Saving money. Yes. Yes. You want to have, you want to keep more of your money at the end of the month. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. There does come to a time, say I do have, I got 20 grand that I owe on this credit card. Right? I've got. What you putting on there? I'm just saying. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> you know, real estate stuff. Okay, all right, all right. But I got sixty grand in cash. Yeah. Right. For for my next investment. Mm-hmm. My credit score is seven fifty. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I pay this off. A, a, a credit score at seven fifty versus seven seventy, seven eighty, still going to be the same deal when I when I go to these these banks, these lenders. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, what's your credit score? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you got the money? Yeah, let's do the deal. They're not even looking and saying, oh, you owe 20 grand in your credit card right here. Yeah. You can't do this deal. Yeah. Right. So we have this zero-sum game that a lot of gurus put out. Yeah. You have to eliminate every single bit of your debt before you start thinking about investing. Yeah. But we know the crucial thing about investing is it's time. time. It's time. Shoot. How? How? Damn. How? See, this is part of why American Dream is broken. Mm. I want you to get a high-paying job right after college. I want you to be able to afford to take care, to get married, to have a, 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 a house, white picket fence, 2.5 kids and a dog. Yeah. Right? Two cars, steady work. And then all else, I want you to be uh, heavily invested in retirement. So when it's time to retire, you got at least a million dollars for retirement. Yeah. I want you to do all this. At the I want you to do all this at the same time. Possible if you started working at nine years old. Sure. <laughs> sure. But when you leave college, you got a hundred grand in debt. Yeah. And and Sally Mae or Navient's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Give me my bread. Yeah. Run it. <laughs> when they're gonna run up to you with a crowbar, break your legs and say, Yeah, pay me next time. <laughs> they don't care about, yo, but what about the American dream? So I don't, I'm like. I'm not here for that. Yeah. Right? So we we a lot of people like will tell you, you gotta pay off all this debt. You gotta pay off. Yes. However, if it's time to invest, if you can invest money, right? Like I said before, I'm a fan of my assets paying for my liabilities. Yeah. My credit card is a liability. 
Gotcha. Credit card don't make me any money. Yeah. I owe it. I owe these people. Yeah. Right? For whatever way, there's always ways to use your credit, right? We get too caught up with, with people saying, oh, I got an 800 uh, credit score. Okay, cool. That allows you to take advantage of better loans. Mm. Are you? No? So why, why, who cares about your credit score? If you're in a house, you've mm -hmm. got your car already, right? And your credit score tanks. You still have your job. Yeah. They're still paying you. Why not care about your credit? Mm. Like, credit helps you make moves. Yeah. But once you have this great established credit, you're making no moves. Who cares? Congratulations. You're going outside telling people, I breathe oxygen. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. What does that mean? But what about if they say, like, the argument is, if you're spending so much money and paying off your debt that is, like, credit card debt that's increasing with interest, you can't, that's money you're not saving towards, say, bet putting into investing. Right. Now, it all depends on the type of investment. Okay. Me, my bread and butter real estate, 90% of millionaires do it through real estate. Yeah. I did it through real estate. So... I'm going to underline that, baby. <laughs> right, yeah. Is so, so say... So, <laughs> So say I would go with the twenty thousand uh, dollars example for my credit card, right? I owe twenty grand on it. All right, I want to start paying it down. Um, you can use different moves of balance transfers to zero percent. Buy yourself some time so you can actually pay it down. Those those minimum payments you make actually make a dent. But say I'm still taking the same sixty grand. I can pay down that credit card. Boom. But I can't now buy that new house, right? That new house that it's supposed to be, oh, right. That shoot. new house. Once I buy that house, that house is going to generate. Say it generates a thousand dollars for me per month, cash after the mortgage, taxes, interest, all that repairs, everything is paid. Thousand dollars cash, money for me to blow whatever. If I blow it on sneakers next month, a thousand dollars is right there again, shoot. like that. Now I'm taking that thousand and saying, "Hey, I owe you twenty, right?" Yeah. Pay that. Pay the man. I'm telling my tenants, tenants, pay that man. Yeah. Now I still have whatever job I was working. Yeah. That I can now say, "All right, let me pay that down quicker." I already have the house. It's there. It's bringing me money to help me pay for my liabilities now. Yeah. Now I can still do the balance transfer, the three percent balance. Or the, the, you're usually a three percent fee to do a, a balance transfer to a card that gives you. 16, 15, 16, 21 months, 0% interest to pay down this card. So now that 1000 I pay, now I owe 19 instead of owing $19,700. You know, $19, yeah. yeah. No, it's pure 19 Now I'm doubling up. Now I'm paying, instead of paying that 1000 just 1000 from the house, I'm also adding you know, $500 from my own paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pay that down, that thing quicker. Now that thing is gone, but now I also have this house, this investment. Yeah. And now that thousand dollars I was going to pay that, now it's free and clear in my, my pocket. Now I can I can do whatever I want with it. Now I can stack, start using that to stack, pay more money, get more money in the hand, buy another house. Gosh. So yes, we give that that you hear a lot of that advice. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, please for a second. <laughs> Let me take that in. Because yeah. that just went against everything I was learning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so does make sense if your assets are creating new money rather than the money that's liquid that's going to burn and that's all there is. That's it. Those you assets right. are going to exactly. keep. It's like a new job. Right. Exactly. Rather exactly. than using your time. It's, a, it's an extra check. Oh. It's an extra check for doing yeah. nothing. You already did it. True. You already did it. Yeah. You're just True. done already. 
It's just now, it's just, here's your money for the thing you did in the past. You will be paid for as long as you keep this thing. And that 60 that you put down in it yeah. is recoverable. Yeah. Need be, you can sell that place, you can refinance, maybe you can't grab the full 60, but yeah, it's fixable. It's fixable. <laughs> fixable. So, the thing is, and, and oh, there's, there's, two, there's really two good points on this, two good points on this. What you just said, how, what you both just said, how it goes against what you've, everything you've been taught. Yeah. Because we're not taught the same lessons these well-to-do oh, families are. They grow up. Imagine growing up with that mindset of saying, hey, you like that Ferrari I got, son, right? Yeah. Well, this is how you get one for yourself. And here, here you, I just wrote you in as partner in this LLC that has three houses. Mm. This is how you start your business. Wow. You don't have to do it in real estate. You can use this money that this these places generate to do whatever else that you're looking to do. Go out, try, fail, fail up. Yeah. Instead, we're taught if we get lessons on how to manage within this very small confine and saying, hey, listen, you're going to have, you're right here, don't lose what you got. We have a scarcity mentality. Yo, yo. Said it before. Yeah. And that is part of the thing that took time to sort of scrape away. I've been at several closing tables with cashier's checks. In, in 70,000, 35,000, 35,000, 40, 93,000, and I'm just shaking, shaking. The, when I first bought this place, 60,000. And the guys, one of the guys there is sort of laughing like, uh-huh, you know, uh, just wait till that water bill comes. Like, I don't know what a water bill is, <laughs> right? But he's not assuming that I grew up in a house. Oh. I know when a water bill comes, it comes quarterly. Yeah. So it doesn't hit like it's $100. Yeah. It hits. It hits hard. It hits hard. $7.95. Right. Yo, I get it. Yeah. Fam, I get it. <laughs> right? But I'm looking at him just like, see, this is this is a small thing. That, why would you even th- think you had to say something like that? Mm. Yeah. Right? The, the, the black people in the room, me, Sade, and the realtor. Everyone else is like taking my check, writing checks to other people, cutting each other, everyone else checks. People talking that thing away, and you got to throw a little comment out there. Like, Who's it that made the comment? The black guy? Nah, so oh, white guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't even know what his position there was. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm sitting here sort of freaking out that I just wrote a check, or just have, I just signed over a check for all the money I've ever made in the world. I've never had 60 grand in my account. Ooh. I'm betting on tomorrow, hmm. that tomorrow's going to be better. That me putting down this amount means in hard, lean times, I can afford my residential home, my personal yeah. home. It's a good bet, personally. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. This guy's got a feeling like to remind me that the water bill comes. Is <laughs> water bill. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Water bill. That'll make you back. Anyway, you're right. right. Oh, he's oh, a water bill's gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. Stop this. Yeah. Hold us up. Give me that check back. Yeah. We'll run chase and put it away. I, just, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Because water bill contract. The war. I forgot. I never yeah. Water, come on. So okay. All right. For my so for my mindset. Let me run. Let me run you through some of the things I've been thinking, so you can right. You know, compare it right. to this new concept that just kind of hit my head. Okay, so my plan was, all right, so we saved about, you know, because conventional, they say, save in your beginner emergency fund, save a 1000 which I agree for people. 
you know, so um, I want to have a little more cushion on that. It's New York City. Thank we also you. live in a house. Thank you. We're also having a lot of new things coming yes. in, like tables and this and yeah. that. So it's like, went to, okay, let me go to three um, just for a little cushion. Then it was like they say pay off credit cards, right? Credit card paid off. Now I'm aggressively paying off, uh, aggressively, I'm paying off my student loans, right? Um, two of them are no interest. The third one from the federal government for that they they have like that COVID they're not charging anything yeah no right. interest rate to right. November I still been paying on it um, but it's still you know it's, it'd probably take me three three years at my current pace without any overtime just base good you know base levels good. while good. still contributing good. to the four three B and my job that they have open that up. Um, I opened up a Roth IRA just to have it open in case I need to roll something over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like open, not doing anything. It's also a Vanguard, which I don't like their interface, which makes me it's a little wanna, old. It's old, it's which, old. which is a turnoff. Where it's like maybe yeah. I do want to go. But when yeah, but when you and so sorry to jump in, when you go to Betterment or you go to Wealthfront yeah. and you buy stocks, they buy Vanguard stocks. <laughs> it's, it's just the layout. It's just the layout. Sucks. It's just, Vanguard, I can't, if you're hearing me, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, they've known this. They've known it. It yo, sucks. So I was thinking, okay, I'm not even actively contributing to my Roth because I still have to pay off these loans. Yeah. You know, so, but now, and I wasn't even thinking about, like, there's a savings account also for, like, six to... It probably can do like six months of expenses right now. Good. But I would need it to do six to eight or ten because I'm, that's just my. For your peace of mind. But, yeah, but that's not even now, that's not even starting potentially a savings for um, a residential apartment, residential complex. Yeah. Like you're speaking about um, because we're in a very good situation where we don't have to pay yeah. rent right now. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, hey, that's, that's hey. the situation. <laughs> might have to come in that deal. Come but, in. Uh, <laughs> but we're in a good situation where we don't have to do that. Right. Where, but that's, but that's what we're talking about. Like, being put in a great position where your parents did something for you. Right. Where then they pass right. it down and they kind of, right. they start right. you a little ahead of, yeah. instead of being, right. Instead of all everyone on the same blocks, yeah, 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 and running the race, you at least, at least you you got a little. They give it just a little cushion, like a right, which a little, right. which turns out if you put that time, right. that's a big cushion, big cushion, huge cushion. So right. and this in this in this good neighborhood, obviously I wouldn't want to put kids in the school system there, but that, <laughs> that's besides the point. It's not the worst, but wow. I would I think my desire without just you know. Without consulting CJ, I think we're the same mind here. Would be to get that other residential thing Absolutely. that you can rent Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so. So we're okay, so, right. this year, so direct so, me. So. so <laughs> right. But because we have we we had the same circumstances. Yeah. Right. Why I was able to save so aggressively. Yeah. When I was buying this place was because I was at home. Yeah. We need to let go of that notion, black people. I'm talking to y'all. Let go of that notion. As soon as I'm 18, I'm in my own apartment. Do not leave home until you are able to leave home or your parents kick you out. <laughs> Those are your options. Right? They're, they're putting you in a position where you can save money. Right? Even if they charge you rent that is comparable to what some other place is paying. Wouldn't you want to enrich your family over some stranger? Mm. Like, as much as your mom may be getting you a nurse, put money in her pocket, help oh. her out. And part of the only reason she's demanding rent from you is because you 
being kind of an asshole. <laughs> so don't treat your parents bad and take advantage of the situation. You being home lets you get your 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 life together, lets you get your finances together. Yeah. So when it's time to step out, you're stepping up, not laterally. Right? So in your case, when you you're suffering, you got you're gonna have analysis paralysis really soon. Yeah. You've got so many different you're inundated with all this information and there's so many different options, so many different ways for you to go. You could potentially be taking your money and throwing it in so many different pots. Yeah. It doesn't seem like anything's really getting a chance to grow. Yeah. Right? So a a, a Roth IRA is cool. I like to think of Roth more as icing on the cake. Mm. After everything else is kind of kicking and rolling, yeah. I might throw a Roth together. Yeah. You know, just just cause. But what I would be doing is looking at your combined finances and seeing what moves can we make together. Once we get this place situated where we can stay here for whatever period of time we need, yeah, you know, uh, three years, six months, whatever, who cares? Yeah, get that together and say, right, this is our combined budget. This is what we can do. Your four hundred three B at work. Um, if you're trying in terms of trust, trying to save what the, the magic thing is time in the market. Mm-hmm. The more money you have in the market for the long amount of time yeah. is going to be your, your breadwinner versus splitting down the middle saying put for, for, someone forward 3B, someone in, in, in the Roth IRA here, rather than just cheese with one. Yeah. And the Roth IRA has a 55, I think it may have changed a $6,000 limit per year anyway. Yeah, 6000 yeah. Right, which is like, ah, you could do that. Mm. Right? And once that's done, that's why I say it's icing on a cake. Yeah. That's done. Whatever. You know? Um, I think they're depending on what the goal is because again, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if that's the route you're going, there's better ways to use your money, mm. right? In that term, like I was talking, in, in throwing it towards purchasing a place that turns around and makes you money. Yeah. So the first place I would think about purchasing, like we like you mentioned, Virginia, mm-hmm. as long as the entry price point makes sense. And your rent is coming back to a point where it, it does make you money. Then yeah, the, I would look at I would stay away from single families, you know. Yeah. Um, get a duplex, triplex. That's where I would start because two income streams are better than just having one. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of two single families with two roofs, two boilers, yeah, two sets of things that go wrong, you get a a, a multi unit where it's got one roof. One larger boiler. When stuff goes wrong, it's gonna go wrong once. You fix it, <laughs> and then you and then you you're back in the money. Yeah. Um. But I would I would just like I said start you be on step two, nailing down your budget mm-hmm. and saying, all right, this is what we have coming in. This is what the goal is. This is what the next sort of this is where we want to be next year. Then the following year. Then the following year. Mm. In terms of you know looking at your student loans. The ones that are 0% interest, golden. Yeah. You know, um, you handle those in time. Um, and so you're the ones that the, you know, the federal government that you owe on. Uh, if they, I know for public service, they have debt forgiveness. Mm-hmm. If you're in the field for 10 years. Yeah. I look into that. Betsy DeVos is not really good with allowing people to get into it. 
but a lot of people don't want really to say no to nurses. Mm, right. Um, so I got to get to it now then. Yeah, I get to it now. You know, then, so I'd have to get into it now and then stretch out my loan payment. <laughs> you know, I could probably be done in three, four years if I get after it. Yeah, I mean, you get after it. Yeah, I wouldn't say now. Two options. You could pay the minimal, get that free money later. But it's, yeah. But they're like, they need like, uh, I think Sade is in it, like 120 payments. payments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, where, yeah, you just look and say, if I pay it off in three years, which feel good, at that pace, what can you still save? Can it still march you towards your goals? Because uh, if I'm going hard, if you're going hard what, to pay this off, then I'm not. And that's hard. the focus, right? That's that's going to be your complete focus on everything you're doing. It's going to be paying that off, and then once that is done and paid off, then what? What do you have? You got nothing. You start paying other ones off. Now you're just paying something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Rather than oh. you you start working a little smarter. Yeah. Right. If you had one or two assets, then yeah, it might be a struggle to put it all together. But once things start rolling in and it's making you money, it alleviates a lot of that burden. True. Hey, that pays that. Yeah. That pays that. Okay. So all of a sudden, your salary from nursing is free and clear. Yeah. So imagine now you put in 98, maybe overtime, 102, 105,000, you know, after taxes. Yeah, this is this is us. Yeah. So you can, you guys put that salary together and all of a sudden you're saving per year. Maybe eighty grand, cash money. Saving eighty grand for a year. Let's say once oh, you're oh. your you you bought you have assets. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, oh right. they, okay. Oh, right. That's a lot of money. That's a year. lot of money. Oh, right. Wow. Between the two of y'all, now it's like, wait, how much was how much was still loan out? True. Yeah. Hey, oh, hold that. I get you. Hold that. I you know? get you. Oh, I want to. I then I, we want to get a new place. Imagine every year you're buying a new asset. Oh, every year. You're playing chess. You gotta play chess. That's playing chess. That's right. Not... Oh, now, granted, playing chess isn't for everyone. It's yo, listen. It's not. You have to have a it's handle you, on you, what you're doing. And and the amount of research you need to do, the amount of education that you need to do, just like in real estate, just in real estate. And I have I had advantage over you. I've had to deal with the tenants upstairs. Yes. From a young age. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just dealing with all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. But you also had advantage. Your brother does it. Yeah, that's that's very true. So it's not like, oh, you stupid, you can't make. No, if you come to me and say, hey, I got this money. Hey, my resources are yours. Yeah. You you guys are gonna form your own LLC. Yeah. I don't mind you using my realtor, my uh, um, property manager. Mm-hmm. You can use those connections. Well, I don't care. Or if you even if you guys branch into another market and you start to get a foothold there, yeah, I'm gonna come knocking like it's a nice thing you got here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's this all about? <laughs> oh, Virginia, Richmond heating up like that? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know, you guys go see your place and I'm like down like, oh, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> I bought this place right across the street. <laughs> like, oh wow, this guy's this guy's a savage, <laughs> right? Just the same thing. My, my boy Mark, he. He started. He got into a. He he he, was a business owner. He made this uh, ice cream rolling cream down in Texas. Then he got into real estate. And we were talking just like this. Back when he called me, asked me questions, texted me all the time. I was like, cool, 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 cool. He went to a couple conferences, a couple seminars, and every time he's got a question, I'm yo shoot. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. I give out a lot of information to a lot of people, but he's the only one that took a step. Bought a place in Rochester. Wow, he's the only one that did something. Only one that did something with it. Then I'm like, yo, 
lock you know once you you get your deals going and you think he's he's um he's got another deal st still like kind of circling circling trying to get it closed sometimes that's just a normal business of it but he's he was showing me some place in syracuse i'm like yo you got a property manager out there it's like I'm, I'm working on it once he locks down a place there property manager gets that you know i'm sliding right in you coming up to syracuse i'm coming like oh what's going on syracuse? <laughs> what's going on yeah hey what's up so oh, how much of a place $88,000. Oh, wow. For a triplex. In Syracuse? In Syracuse. Baby, you can't write that uh, 80. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's when you start 25% oh. down, looking at 22,000. Oh. Now now those numbers start seeming a little more attainable. Very much There's so. not like, oh. And then people, when you like ask, well, why Maine? Why did you choose Maine? Because that's where the money made sense. Mm -hmm. it's, it's se there's several markets in the United States where your money makes more sense. Yeah. Money makes zero sense in New York. True. <laughs> makes zero sense in California. True. None whatsoever. Yeah. No, but there are markets, there's places where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we can do some damage here. The same, the same uh, um, amount that I may spend on a, like a, a 10 unit apartment may buy me a single family home mm -hmm. where taxes are $12,000 a year in oh, New York. Jeez. And the house is crap. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, eh, this place don't make you no money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You pay that, like, say I wanted to, this is what I talked to you about. And for those that want to go into real estate, right? This is a an important tip, right? For those of that you have a house already and think about real estate. And people always say, oh, you know, I have a house. We'll rent this out. And then, you know, we'll buy something else. And, like, it, that's, that's a crap plan. It's terrible. Because... Like I was telling you, when you buy a house to live in, yeah. it's how much you can afford, mm -hmm. right? You make X amount, and then you say, oh, we can pay this much money a month. It's a different mindset when you're buying a place where it's supposed to make you money. You're not going to say, how much can I afford? It's how much can I get away with, <laughs> right? How much okay. can I get away with? Yeah, yeah. Because all I care about is what is the cash flow on this place, after all is said and done. Yeah. So conventionally, and this is, okay, this is behind the scenes with, with a lot of uh, um, real estate investors, a good deal, right, mm -hmm. per unit. So a, a single family house would be a unit. A duplex would be two units. Try three, quad four. Mm -hmm. A good deal, okay deal, not great, but a good deal. After all taxes and pay for per unit, you make $200. A good deal? Good, deal, an okay deal. Okay, wait, you make $200 per month or per unit? Per unit. Oh, 200. So, this is one you you have to go into this with open eyes. Volume is key. Oh, you want to do so. When I say, when I told you, you have 34 units, oh, $200 good. times 34. Right, on this bridge. That's what you want to do. Mess with me on that real yeah. quick. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's oh, right. That is the mm, idea. The volume because if it's just one unit, it don't do nothing. Right. I mean, but when people are thinking I'm 6,800, right? But when, but when people Ooh. that's what you want to that's the baseline you should be at, yeah. I do a little more, yeah, you know, because if you like I told you before, if you want 120,000 out of your place, I don't pay you 120, just out of sheer, you know, stubbornness. <laughs> I don't pay you 120. I want to know why you want to sell this place, how quickly you want to get out of this place. But this is because now this is me as an investor. Yeah. This is not me as a homeowner where I come to you like, hey, listen, I want you to like me. I want you to really get this oh. place. No, as an investor, I'm like, 
Why are you getting out the business? Why are you getting out the market? What's up? How yeah. quick you want to go? You know what? You want 120? I give you 99. <laughs> I, there, there was a place that I bought. Um, they wanted 110. Offered them 85. Yeah. That's insulting. Right? Because we had two, we had we had another deal already locked up. Yeah. So we're just like, man, see what happens. Yeah. 85. They came back. It didn't shut down the conversation. They came back and negotiated. So I'm like, so me and my realtor were like, yeah, yeah, we got this. Yeah. We got this. And it paid 98 for it. Oh shoot. Because if I'm trying to sell my house, my personal house here, and it appraises for 440, if you offer me 380, no, I'm not no. replying to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking. Me. Right. Disrespecting me. Yeah. But the, fact, but the fact I disrespected you and you replied, <laughs> I knew I was going to get that house. I'm going to get that house. <laughs> I'm going to get a house at a good deal. I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I can't believe it. They came back. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yo, Matt. That's my real name. I was like, Matt, get me in the house. Yeah. So insulting with a purpose. Insulting with a purpose. <laughs> See where right. they at. See where See they at. at. I want to test the waters. Yeah. I'm trying to sell. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. But when I say $200 per unit, it's because I want people to have a realistic expectation. I don't want people to watch HDTV and think, I'm going to flip this house, mm. I'm make thirty grand. You never see the entire process. Yeah. It could be a six, seven month process if you don't have the right permits, the right people. You can, you can end up maybe making $10,000 mm. for seven, eight months work. Well, if you went to work... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can just pick up some extra shifts for that. Pick up some extra shifts. No stress. No, keep your hair. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. You, you don't have to diet. It's not going great. You're not that, stressed out. That's true. Go into things with realistic expectations. Uh. That's what it is. Right. Right. Oh, huge waste of time. Right. Oh, waste of time. a lot of money yes. or opportunistic money right. that you could have Right. Had. Right. Why so, trying to flip that house? Why trying to flip that house? Dang. Uh, so... Yes, there are a lot more deals that go a lot better than 200 per unit. Yeah. Yes, yes. But my mind is thinking, if I get this in now, later on refinancing is to pay more stuff down. Yes, I can make this, make more money. I can have new tenants come in. I can upgrade the place. I can push it up. But volume is always the key. So for quads, I usually, for quads of four, I usually end up with $1,000 in my pocket mm. for a quad. And that's, that's, that, that's the main market that I'm dealing with. Yeah. Syracuse is better margins. Cause I'm coming in for a try mm-hmm. at eighty eight thousand dollars. Yo, what's twenty five percent down on eighty eight? Oh here's another question I had. Oh no, he had I think no. he had a deal for twenty percent down too. He had a deal for twenty percent. Not even twenty five. He had a lender giving twenty percent. Okay, okay, here's 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 this other question though. So, living in a house, I know what can go wrong. So, say you come into the game, right? And they say, uh, you got to put 25% down on a $100,000 house, so you got to get $25,000. Right. Would it be foolish, though, for someone to come with $25,000 and say, I got $25,000, everything's going to work out now? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. How much do you think they need in padding for that unit to come to, come to this deal with? Um, if you're coming with... This is, why, this is why I'm a big fan of 9 to 5s. And really quickly, you're talking about a home to live in or you're talking about oh, an investment that's... property because you said house. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you're right. Ooh, right. Oh. Ooh, ooh, good catch. Good catch. She's good. She's good. Why? Uh, an investment property. Investment property. Housing. Investment property. Uh, housing, there's more motion right. and there's more other things. Right, right. Yeah. But, how, but, but with, a, with a house, we're talking about a house to live in, 
$25,000 down is, or 20% down, whichever they need for you to get in there. You can get in there and wait. You can own the place and just wait. You don't have to right. furnish everything. You don't have to do everything immediately in a place mm-hmm. you live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you buy a, um, an investment property, you always want it to be rented already, or at least mostly rented already, oh, already oh, turning money, money over. Ooh, that needs to be underlined. Wow. Yes. You don't want to come in and say, I'm going to buy this empty place, <laughs> and then I'm just going to fill it in time. I'm going to do all these renovations. I'm going to fill it. Boom, boom. I'm going to make money. How uh, no, right. Buying a place that's already rented is a lot more palatable to lenders. A lot of lenders would be like, all right, Mm -hmm. is it rented? And you're like, no. They're like, well, okay, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Can't help you. Wow. Like, I'm not dealing with that. Right. I need to know this place is rented. They like to look at rent rolls. They like to look at who's on the who's on the, the the leases what type of leases you have how much money this place has made in the last year two years because this it's a business deal for them you can't come into a business deal saying it's gonna make zero dollars yeah the car, it makes zero dollars but I know better as a first time <laughs> you know investor I know better yeah so I could probably go in there and say hey listen this is my portfolio this is how long I've been in business yeah, I can make this happen. I'll f- I can find a lender and be like, yeah, we, we, off the strength of what you have, we can try that. Yeah. But go there if you're talking with the seller and they're like, I'm not renting out. Yeah, okay. You should try. <laughs> you know, you should c- certainly try. <laughs> but yes, going in there with, with just enough to get the deal is dangerous. But that's why you have that nine to five. You have that budget already set up mm-hmm. that can tide you over. Rule one of investing as a landlord is not to need that tenant. Not to need that tenant. How do you not need that tenant? So, for instance, right? You have a place that you bought and the rent is $2,500 a month. Yes. Your mortgage is $2,000 a month. You on your nine to five or whatever else you're making money, you can pay that without blinking. Gotcha. You're going to blink because it sucks. Yeah. But you can pay it. You know, yeah. like, uh, when you don't need that tenant, you don't settle for whoever comes first. Mm. When you settle for just whoever comes, you end up getting cracked. So that was apartment. Un- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was unlike us growing up because we right. needed the tenants. We, need, we needed so we the tenants. crap tenants. Crap tenants, right. Often. And, and you don't have the ability to say, beat it. Yeah, because we need your money. I need your money. Uh, so now there's a power shift. And now you hold it over me. So now when I have volume, I have 34 units. For tenants, like we had a tenant complaining that other people, this this unit was playing loud music. And then I told my private manager, what did the other tenants say? They're like, no one's playing loud music. I was like, cool. Tell her to beat feet. <laughs> That's it. Done. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay. I'll quiet down. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's because, yeah, okay. I would love for everyone to be to every apartment to be to be rented i would love zero percent vacancy when that happens the checks coming my way get larger and larger i like it but in reality if someone's like oh, i'm not gonna pay i'm not well yeah cool cool no, don't worry about it get out <laughs> get out gotcha when you need that tenant you can't say that 
You come say to negotiate. Yo, what's up? How come you didn't pay? True. Hey, you need more time? Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, ah. Instead of being like, nah, this is business. I absolutely had these conversations with landlords. Right. They were not trying to kick people not, out. Oh. Not trying to kick them out because I need you. I need you wow. here. Because if not for you, I can't afford this place. Gotcha. So you don't want to put yourself in that position. Don't want to put yourself in that position. You, you need to be able to make that as you that keep more you need to be as you keep growing. As you grow, as you you buy your first place, you can handle that. Yeah. The next place now it's your income plus what that place is making. Yeah. Right. You cut off a little bit of percentage for emergencies. Yeah. You know, but then the next place, the next place. So each new place you get, like, yeah, can I afford another uh, three thousand dollars to pay for the new place? Yeah, easily, comfortably. Yeah. Cool. I can get it. I cannot worry about it having it rented properly or if, we, if I'm if I have half vacancy, now I'm desperate. Now I'm saying, "Hey, this place used to I I could I should get $1,000 for it. I'm giving away for 600 cuz I'm desperate." Mm. I'm not mm. I'm not like that. I have places where I'm just like, "It could sit. It could sit." Yeah. Like I'm not stressed about it. Okay, I'm losing out on $850 rent. I'm still getting checks for seventeen thousand. True. I'm not gonna worry. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Right. If if everything is rocking and rolling, it'd be seventeen thousand dollars. That's my federal loan. (laughs) Right. 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 (laughs) You know, I gotta I gotta knock off maybe six seven thousand dollars for 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 mortgages. Yeah. Knock off another fifteen hundred for oil or something. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest is just like it's basically yours. Yeah. You know, knock yourself out. You know, so that's that's the thing and. With real estate, you you continue to grow. So that first place you get, okay, maybe it's a duplex. And that next place you get, maybe it's another duplex. Or maybe you work your way up to a quad, mm. right? The old convention of thinking with real estate was you start off with a bunch of single-family houses. Get 20 single-family houses. <laughs> and then when you, when you learn how to manage that, move on to multifamilies. Move on to apartments. That sounds harder. That sounds stupid. <laughs> they said the same thing when, when I wanted to ride a motorcycle. You got to start off with a 250. You got to learn. And then you work your way up to 1,000. It's 250. There's like uh, uh, four, 650, seven. And then, then you finally have 1,000 cc's where you wanted to be anyway. Yeah. Stupid. Nah. I'm, 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 I'm not going to buy a bike, sell a bike, buy a bike, sell a bike. Yeah. Oh, let me get the 1,000. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna lay it down one time. Everyone lays it down. Yeah. I got what I want. So I had a friend at work who started with, with single families. And he was in working in the Alabama area. Ugh. And then... He, <laughs> he, he had, was he black? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Right? Safe. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, but his, his brother was doing construction. His brother was doing flips. So he started, he bought a couple. And this is why I was still saving. And so we would talk. And not like a, hey, this is what I, I'm showing off. I didn't know what my market was or anything. I was just still saving, doing research, saving, doing research. Mm-hmm. So the first place I bought is an 11 unit. Whoa. Right. Whoa. But it, while he, he was able to buy um, a place for $80,000, dollars $90, he could buy that like that. Yeah. I had to take a chunk of money, 90-something, to buy that 11 unit. Jeez. But now that 11 unit was grossing... $6,500 a month. Oh, shoot. So the first step out the gate, it's like volume. Volume makes volume. makes more sense. The more you put in, the more you get 
now. Right. So he's making, he's got three units by now. So he's making you know, $600, six, seven, eight hundred dollars I come out the gate, ah, $2,000 in my pocket, you know? So it's like, oh, oh, there's power in volume. So we, we you know, he, he ended up transferring to another office, but he called me during all this. So yeah. I actually wanted allies. Oh, nice, and nice. Was just, he was just asking me how things were going. just happened to be shopping in well, Alabama. Right, right. Yes, yeah, what it is. Right. He, he was from Alabama. So he was in Jersey now, but... So he's asking me, you know, how was it going? And I was like, hey, yeah, I'm looking at these three duplexes, see if I can make this deal happen. But I was like, yeah, 34 units. He's like, yeah, I'm surprised he's still working there. Wow. Because we, we used to have a conversation. Yeah. And he said, how much money would you need to leave your job, to leave the job mm. right now? And I said, I just had a master salary. Pay me $6,000 a month and I'll leave. Yeah. And then, then you hit it and you're like, well. <laughs> <laughs> having a job it's nice you got a job you got 95 not terrible you know it's funny I thought the same thing about um, about nursing as well like um, you know CJ and I were kind of were having a a conversation about me getting the the MBA versus uh, NP and you know finishing off with a PhD and I realized while I do enjoy talking finances and working in finances man I do love patient care and I just can't you know, especially when you go see uh, a patient of color, where they see you coming in, you're really looking out for them and yeah. being the one that's... Uh, the real difference between whether they're going to get their treatment or not right. and helping right. protect right. people that look like you and even the comfort that, say, their kids have and knowing what they're going through dealing with their parent who has cancer. And I was like, dang, I don't want to get that up. So I was like, okay, so I do enjoy what I do, yeah. but still making that bread... Right. You can have both. You will enjoy what you do more when you're not worrying about the money component. Yeah. I ask people a lot, what would you do if you didn't have to worry about money? And this is, this is how I feel that other families, the affluent, the well-to-do, yeah. their kids are born with that ideal, that feeling. They yeah. know that. There's, there's, there's not as much... Like, yes, there's still worry, but there's not... If I don't do this, I won't eat. Yeah. If I don't do this, we may have, you know, maybe evicted, foreclosed. When that is off the table, what are your worries about? Shoot. Your worries are more like how to live a more fulfilled life. Yeah. Like, we have this not, can't, I'm not saying it's an artificial ceiling uh, uh, like over us. It's a very real thing saying you cannot do this because this is more pressing. Wow, ooh, yep, yep, yep. You wanna talk yep. about, oh, how come, yo, you wanna get into, you should get into politics. I can't eat. Right, what do you want me to do? Wow, I, right, it's, it's yo, we would look at people and they, oh, you could do anything you want. Right, okay. Ah, <laughs> caveat. Yeah. Once you, surpass this hurdle this money hurdle with i'm gonna tell you most people don't mm. especially most people of color do not surpass this money hurdle you look at the you look at just the, the the raw data about the wealth gap about for every you know dollar a white person makes a white family has in wealth yeah. black people have cents yeah spanish people have more money 
than black people in terms of that in terms of that sense. Yeah. It's still pitiful compared to a white family. Mm-hmm. Why am I telling you you could be anything you want? But there's this very real ceiling that you're gonna butt up against, and it's like, hey, you want to be part of this conversation where the the real movers and shakers are the people that have power to invest or or to 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 have uh, the the air of politicians and lawmakers. You need money. You need money, yeah. and not the type of money that says you're a millionaire. You're the millionaire next door. Ah, yeah. I can't write a check for for thirty grand to my my congressman's. Uh, um, re-election campaign and just be like hey you know where that bread came from next time there's something going on in Freeport you know I need help with these permits you know I can't do that yeah yeah I'm sitting there I'm like I, I need to buy a new house before I can do that yeah I'm years away from that but it's just like you have to attack that ceiling if and, and it's not it's not an individual thing not I burst through the ceiling and I'm good I burst through that ceiling and when that, that glass is shattering yeah all these other black people around me are like, what is this? Yeah. And they see that like, if he could do it. I know. I can do it. He's not Obama. You're right. He's not. He's not an He's anomaly. Not. He's yeah. not a half white, half black cat girl. <laughs> I grew up with him. I was in the same room with him. <laughs> we shared the same room together. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I could do that. Yes. I know him. No, no, no. No, 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 no. He's not better than me. No. He's not better than me. I could do that. <laughs> That's that's the power of. Mm. That's why when when I listen to your podcast, I was about like, yes, he put in he put in a podcast, but I'm out here spewing this to people. Yeah, in the streets. One of my friends was talking about, I want to go and, and and protest, you know, and I'm like, you, you can go protest. I don't, you're telling me you want to go protest. You're asking me to go protest with you, but what you're looking for is confirmation mm. from me. You don't. You don't Jeez. need confirmation from me if you want to go protest. Protest, but you doing better than your parents did. That's you protesting. Yeah. You getting in a field that predominantly is for white males, and you existing and, and thriving there. That's you protesting. Mm. You do that every day. You may, if you feel like you want to go out there and and protest, knock yourself out. Right. Be safe about it. Do the right thing. But just know that there there are other ways of you protesting that are just as effective in the ways you don't even see. You don't even realize. You don't know who's looking at you and saying, that person did that. Shoot. And that person's a phone call away. Phone call away say, hey, how'd that happen? Just so you know, we're wrapping up the podcast with this thing you're saying right here. (laughs) Okay. This is... This is no. You keep keep right, keep. Yeah. It's, 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 right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> so so, it's. I know we 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 talked about a lot of things. We jumped around and talked about a lot of things. Um, but for most people that are actually listening to this, the the the, the important thing is, like we said, you have to have your why, right? You have to have your why. You have to understand. What the purpose of your struggle? Your struggle has to mean something. You have to get something from it. From it, you got to get something from that job you hate, from yeah. that boss you hate, from that promotion you was passed up over, from this person that treated you like this. But you can't say anything because you need that job to survive. Mm-hmm. For them, it's it's yo, it's okay. If you say that that person you know on your job loses it, they'll get another one. You struggle for where you are right now. You have to suck. You're sucking this up. Make that mean something. If you want to get into real estate or into uh, in just entrepreneurship, make that struggle what you're doing. Make it mean something. Use that for fuel. Boom. 
set your budget and set your budget, set your budget, set your budget, set your budget, mm. work it, rework it, work it again, trim the fat off it. While you, while things are going well, pay attention to where your money's going, make it inaccessible. Make it hard to be like, ah, I reach over here. Ally. Ally. <laughs> Ally. Ally and it's ilk. Yeah. You know? Uh, depending on your risk tolerance, the way the market is, you can throw it in 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 the market without being savvy about the market. Yeah. Wellfront, Betterment, Vanguard, places like that are perfect. Set it, forget it, keep your mind on it, check it every week or so. And after that, Research, 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 because same thing I was always talking to you about. Yeah. I don't want you to hit that 100K mark, and then I don't know what to do with my money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All that time you're struggling to get things together, start researching what you want to do when you get there. Yeah. You know you need the cash to get there. You need the cash. Start researching, and the thing that I want to leave on is if you can find like-minded people, yeah. putting a team together will save you years. Mm. I went it alone because it was just me. Seems like the, a you thing to do. Yes, it does seem like, <laughs> even if there was a team available, I probably still would have been alone. Yeah, like, but <laughs> if you can find like-minded people together, me trying to save twenty thousand dollars a year versus five people trying to save twenty thousand dollars a year—it's a very different story. It's a very different story. It's five a grand a year right, per person. Per person, right? So it's something we're trying to do twenty grand a year. And we do that in, in two, three months. Yeah. So imagine what we can actually True. do for a full year. So now you go from, now the name of the game is always volume. Yeah. You go from buying one, you know, property to maybe three or four a year. And every Ooh. year from that, right? You may split the proceeds, you split the risk, but you're going to split the profit. It's going to take a lot less time for you to get something like 25 properties among you than it's going to take me to get 25. I got 10. Yeah. And it's been like, I'm fight for each one of these. Yeah. And it takes time. And it takes it takes sometimes things breaking my way and not having things break down. Yeah. And there's some like this year, I had to pay for a new roof. Not here in in Maine. Seventeen thousand dollars. Punch in the gut. Dang. But it's gotta get done. Yeah. You know? With a team, I'm I'm splitting a lot of that risk. But it's it all comes down to, and this is what we said earlier, opening your mouth, mm. talking to people about what your plan is because you don't know what the person next to you is actually experiencing or has experienced or can put you in contact with someone else that is doing that. Yeah. Like if someone wanted to get in real estate with you and talking about you, like, yo, you should talk to my brother. Mm. Someone's talking about, hey, I want to go in the medical field. Um, I was talking to someone about this too. Like... Um, they were talking about, oh, about like finding like an internship. I was like, oh, my brother's a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably help you out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We know some people. We know people. We know some people. Like, and I was like, mm, well, my family can help you out. Yeah. Right. right? So it's nice, <laughs> but you never know if you never open your mouth. True. So that's, I guess, the name of the game is don't keep your stuff to yourself. Open your mouth. Let people know you're struggling too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what your goals are. And you never know who's right next to you that can help you out. True. I said that. I sit next to CJ. Uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to say before we leave out here, baby? No, I mean, I took some great Wow, those are, those are the notes oh. you took? I took some great Oh, notes. shoot. I probably should yeah. share those notes with uh, I need to find a way to share all these I notes with people. to the podcast. Yeah, I got to figure out how to do that because those are some good notes, man. Um, yeah. Yo. 
If y'all made it to the end of this, man, <laughs> yo, that's crazy. It flipped the way I've been like, because I've been reading. And CJ tell you, I've been harassing her with financial info yeah. yes. and plans and this and that. And um, whew, now, like, it's taking something that I thought I was going to put off for five, six years. And it's like, oh, we could probably do that. Relatively soon. Relatively yeah. soon. Which is strange. It feels it feels a little, a little, a little scintillating. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, like, yo. Oh. Like, I want to, oh, okay, it's empowering. Yeah. Yes. That's what yes. it is. That's the weird it's, feeling. Yes. It's that empowering. Is, it's possible. It's possible. And possible. you know, like, you never really get that, especially growing up in a family that has to survive. Right. When you live in, you know, your parents paycheck to paycheck. Right. But understanding like that expectation of if you have a great job and you're getting 70 80 grand a year you should be putting away 60 of that but the expectation <laughs> is intangible right like you can't attain that right exactly it's exactly. not realistic unless you know these things it's li- right right mm-hmm. right but who's gonna tell you those things only, only your older brother <laughs> <laughs> open your mouth open your mouth and this is this is and this is this just right here sums up the importance i think of this conversations and the direction of this podcast for this this moment because that reverses generational curses yes boom yes. and that's it we out i'm gonna go save some money we're gonna go play some sega genesis Talk and about uh it. yo we out of here peace